Welcome to Along the Way with Trudy Kathy White. Trudy is the daughter of Jeanette and Truett Kathy, founder of Chick-fil-A. And like her dad, she is a beloved leader, communicator, and entrepreneur. In this podcast, Trudy will share a heartwarming collection of true stories with lessons she's learned along the way and remind you that the legacy you'll leave then is the life you're living now. Here now is your host, Trudy Kathy White. Welcome, everybody. Welcome to the second season of the Along the Way podcast. I'm Trudy Kathy White, and I'm thrilled that you've joined me once again for a brand new season. This season, I'm going to focus on a theme that has played an important teaching role in my life, mountains. It seems every key moment in my life has been marked by a mountain. I'm not talking about a peak far off in the distance that simply provides beautiful background scenery. No, these mountains have been under my feet, supporting me, challenging me, lifting me, changing my perspective, leading me ever upward and onward. I am who, what, and where I am today because all of those mountains have brought me here, to this place. My childhood home sat beside a mountain. At least, through the eyes of this little girl, it seemed like a mountain. Looking back, I'll admit it was more of a large hill, but it seemed so steep and regal back then. My family even called it a mountain. We would climb to the top, and then we would sing songs, read the Bible, watch the planes fly overhead, and even count the stars. Those days on our family mountain was precious to me. So precious, in fact, that my husband and I built our own home right on the top of that piece of land. Then there was another mountain in my life, Camp Crestridge for Girls. It's a place that is surrounded by the beautiful North Carolina mountains. I attended summer camp there every year beginning in 1964 when I was eight and a half years old. It was there that I learned our God is like those mountains. He's always with me and will never leave me. I recall achieving the highest camp rank during my final summer there as a camper. It wasn't an easy process, and it included a difficult climb up Rattlesnake Mountain. The rocky summit is the highest point in that area. I worked hard to reach the top, but every cut, bruise, scrape, and blister was well worth it when I got there. The view took my breath away. The process of facing and conquering that mountain brought new meaning to the song Climb Every Mountain from the movie The Sound of Music. We sang that song every summer at the end of camp, and it still gives me goosebumps whenever I hear it. As you might recall from last season's podcast, my husband, John, and I spent 10 years as missionaries in Brazil, which is literally surrounded by mountains. Our four children were young then. Two of them, in fact, were born there. And one of our favorite family activities was riding the lift up Rio's famous Sugarloaf Mountain. The view from the top encompasses the beaches, the forest, and neighboring mountains, including the Corcovado Mountain, in majestic splendor with the Christ statue right on top. Whenever I got lost traveling through our home city of Rio de Janeiro, which was often, that statue of Christ was my anchor. It was the landmark that I looked for as I tried to figure out which direction I was supposed to be going in. When I fixed my eyes on that statue at the top of Corcovado Mountain, I would certainly find my way home. 
You may also remember from last season, our youngest son, David, spent 24 days in a special NICU clinic in Rio de Janeiro. As we made the bumpy ambulance ride from the hospital to the clinic shortly after his difficult delivery, it dawned on me that we were traveling up. The NICU, where God worked miracles to save our baby, was fixed firmly on the side of a mountain. As we spent weeks worrying about and praying for our son, the glorious view from every window in that clinic gave us endless reminders of God's enduring faithfulness and presence. In the summer of 2003, my daughter Angela and I volunteered at Windshape Camps for Girls in Mount Berry, Georgia. As the campers gathered, I looked across at the Appalachian Mountain Range. God used his beautiful creation to speak to me about being involved in camps to impact the lives of young girls, a decision that has significantly shaped the latter part of my life. In 2011, a second overnight campus for Windshape Camps for Girls was launched in Young Harris, Georgia, in the shadow of Brasstown Ball, the tallest mountain in Georgia. This became such a special place that John and I decided to build a cabin there. It's a place of respite and retreat where I've written many portions of my books. I could go on and on about how important mountains have been throughout my life. Over the years, I've come to view them in two distinct ways. First, I see mountains as symbols of God's unchanging, resolute presence. He sits like a mighty mountain, unmoving and unaffected by the storms of life. Second, mountains represent the many struggles, obstacles, and challenges that I've faced throughout my own life. They mark where the road gets rough, where the climb seems too steep. Some may see these dual views of mountains as contradictory. I can understand that. I suppose it's hard for some to see mountains both as a sign of God's presence and as a symbol of life's hardest moments. After all, God's supposed to make our lives easy, right? Wrong. Life is hard. If God had intended for my days on earth to be easy, they would be. But He designed my days to be full of tools for refinement, opportunities to build character, and instruments to strengthen my resolve and trust in Him. I am challenged by my loving Father to climb onward and upward, facing every mountain with care and confidence in Him. I have no trouble seeing God and adversity as mountains in my life. The truth is, I've never faced a mountain of trouble where God wasn't with me already. He never sends us up a mountain alone. Throughout this podcast season, I want to take a journey with you, an expedition toward up and over the mountains most of us face in life. We'll tackle the mountains such as our identity in Christ, learning how to make the most of the gifts He's given us, and discovering how to learn what He's calling us to do. We'll climb through the challenges of parenting and leaving and living a legacy for others to follow. We'll bear down and talk about what happens when adversity makes the trail too hard to tread. We'll look further down the path towards the mountains of getting older and facing grief. And as we travel together, I'll reveal the mountain climbing principles that God has taught me throughout my life by sharing some very personal stories about the mountains I've faced over the past 60-something years. But before we begin, 
I hope you'll take a moment and think about the mountains in your own life. Maybe they're literal, but more likely, they are moments of challenge that have shaped who you are today. I encourage you to pause this episode and identify three of these significant areas in your own life. What are the tools the Lord provided you to climb what was in front of you? Furthermore, what tools did you gain that continue to aid you in facing the mountains of life? The road ahead won't always be easy, but you already know that, right? Since we know the mountains are looming anyway, let's lace up our hiking boots and charge up the mountain together. I'm so excited to embark on the journey ahead. Until next time. That concludes our time together for today. To find out more about Trudy, visit TrudyCathyWhite.com or follow her on Facebook and Instagram. Thanks for tuning in. By pondering the lessons in this podcast, you'll move one step closer to having your own meaningful collection of lessons you've learned along the way.